Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Researchers used this genealogy site to build a 13 million person family tree by Megan Molteni. In the last 20 years, genealogy websites have attracted more than 15 million customers by promising insights into your past. Maybe you'll uncover a secret infidelity or be reunited with a long-lost cousin, like when Larry met Bernie on Finding Your Roots. It's deeply personal, affecting stuff, but when your family tree contains thousands, millions, even tens of millions of people, it's no longer a personal history. It's human history. When commercial genealogy and social networking website Genie.com launched in 2007, it aimed to create a family tree of the world. Today, amateur genealogists have created more than 115 million individual profiles on the free site, linking them together by marriage or birth when they can. Recently, the company allowed scientists from the New York Genome Center, Columbia, MIT, and Harvard to scrape these crowdsourced public records into family trees the size of small nations. Their analysis, which was published today in Science, includes the single largest known family tree, containing 13 million people, one of whom, spoiler alert, is Kevin Bacon. The team which made up mostly of geneticists and bioinformaticians, was also able to establish a new perspective on the genetic basis for longevity. It's a hot topic, especially around Silicon Valley, where numerous well-funded startups have devoted themselves to finding the secrets to aging in DNA. But it's a hard one to study. I can't just put up posters in the New York subway saying, Hey, bring your cousins, we want to study longevity, says study author, Yaniv Elrich. It's a lot easier to just log into genie.com and download this data at a massive scale. Now, of course, he would say that. Up until a year ago, Elrich was leading academic research into DNA storage, genome hacking, and population genetics at Columbia. That's where he first got introduced to the genie dataset. He and his co authors first published a draft of their work on the preprint server BioZiv last February. And a week before it posted, he took a leave of absence to accept a job as the chief 
scientific officer at MyHeritage, Jeannie's parent company, who began offering personal DNA kits in 2016. By looking at lifespan variation between more than 3 million pairs of relatives, Elrich and his academic partners, which include former colleagues at Columbia and the New York Genome Center, found that your chances of living longer could only be chalked up to your genes about 16% of the time. Previous studies have placed heritability estimates between 10 and 30%, with lifestyle, environment, and just dumb luck making up the rest of the picture. You can have great genes, but that won't stop you from getting in a car crash or being in the backwoods when the big one hits. We found there's much less signal in the genome to potentially find, says Elrich, if you live or don't live is mostly something you don't have control of. Mostly the purpose of the paper, he says, was to show that this kind of data, crowdsourced from descendants who seek out sites like genie.com, could offer up the same analytical insights as more traditional demographic datasets, which are way more labor and cost intensive to produce. The last U.S. census ran to the tune of $13 billion. That's not a given. With a dataset like this, the worry is that it's special in ways we can't yet understand, says Josh Goldstein, a demographer at UC Berkeley. The chances of finding relatives could come down to if they lived in a place with good records or if they happen to be relatively famous, see Kevin Bacon, or just random luck. But the authors in this case took pains to address some of those issues, notably by comparing the death certificates of some 80,000 Vermonters who died between 1985 to 2000 with 1,000 genie profiles from the same time and place. In terms of socioeconomic factors, the two groups matched up nearly perfectly, 98% coordinates. It seems that the crowdsourced amateur data decently represents the general population. And it's publicly available. Anyone can download the researcher's tree and demographic data in a de-identified format. And once they've done that, they could theoretically fuse these massive pedigrees with other data collections, says DNA sequenced by MyHeritage, Ancestry, or 23andMe. When you could start tracing diseases and any associated genes across generations. The cumulative effect of this and other public data sets could be very large in the years ahead, says Goldstein. Genie has set up its API to allow researchers to contact anyone in its database through an encrypted, de-identified token system to get their consent to access their data. In the old days, you had to pay people to participate in a study, and it generated one data set for one specific thing, says Elrich. Now we can repurpose the work genealogists have done to get to know their families and leverage it to answer fundamental questions. Now, is it too soon to start giving ancestor-haunting hobbyists credit for ending human suffering? Yeah, but maybe a good time to find out what your family tree can do for science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.